Hey there, welcome to Uncomplicate Your Business, a weekly podcast where I share how you can keep things simple and strategic to design a successful business and life on your terms. Today, we're talking about how you can manage the summer slowdown so that your business stays on track. Check it out. Hey there, Rachel Cook here, business growth strategist and your host for the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast. So this week is my kids' first week home from school. School wrapped up and it's official. I've got three little people at home and it's a huge potential to become a distraction and keep me from focusing on my business. And at the same time, you know, this is a time of year that I love spending with my kids. It's a time of year that we can make so many memories. We can go to the pool and we can go to the beach and we can go on little vacations. And this is a time of year that many business owners, many entrepreneurs naturally experience the summer slowdown. Some of us start to think my community is off on vacation. There's nothing I can really do except wait until fall. I might as well just kick back and take a break. So I need you to know I'm a huge fan of vacations. We have vacations planned all summer long. Everything from a few days away, just having some time hanging out at home, a staycation at the pool. And we have whole weeks blocked off where we're going with my family out to Chincoteague to see the pony penning. It's such a big deal. My kids are so excited about it. We're going down to the beach with my in-laws. So I'm a fan of vacations. I think this is a time of year where we can really enjoy the fruits of our labor. And I want you to enjoy that too. But I'm also a fan of embracing the natural ebbs and flows in our business so that that can work in my favor. Understanding these natural seasons of your business can really set you up for success and help you to take off running in the fall. So I remember this story that I've read to my kids before, and you might remember it. It's called The Ant and the Grasshopper. Remember the story? So here's the quick version. The grasshopper sees the ant working hard all summer to prepare for the winter ahead. He asks the ant, why don't you just chill out and enjoy this beautiful summer? Let's just hang out and go to the beach and go to the pool. And the ant says, well, I'm preparing for winter, and I suggest that you do the same thing. The grasshopper thinks the ant is crazy to pass up this beautiful summer So he ignores the advice. And then the seasons change, and suddenly that grasshopper is freezing his booty off and starving while the ant is happily reaping the rewards of all of his hard work. So for many entrepreneurs, especially us mamapreneurs, us working moms who are juggling kids who are off on their spring break or summer break, summer can bring a dip in new clients and revenue. You know, whether we're just juggling our own family during that time, or it's a time of year where our own students and clients are off on vacation and they're not thinking about coming in to see us or to work with us. So it can feel really easy to slip into those lazy days of summer, just like that grasshopper. But I want you to know that this summer slowdown is a perfect time to build your business. When you're experiencing a quiet time in your business, it's so easy to kick back and wait for things to just kind of naturally pick back up again. And you might even rationalize that, you know, shutting down for a month so you can go on vacation because all your clients are on vacation and you should just take the time off makes sense. 
But this can be a very reactive approach, and it can be one that sets you up for that feast or famine cycle. Because Labor Day rolls around, people are getting back into their routines, they're home from vacation, and then you're running around like a crazy person trying to get everything back in action, trying to build up the momentum you lost over the summer. So I'm a huge fan of taking breaks and vacations, but not at the expense of having a sustainable business that continues to work for me, that's continuing to generate clients and revenue, and ultimately helping me to continue supporting my family. And I want you to know that ultimately it's much easier to keep that momentum going through the summer than to just shut everything down and then start from scratch in the fall. So let's go back to that parable and say that our little ant is a farmer. Every summer he plants lots of seeds, he nurtures them into little seedlings, he fertilizes them and helps them to grow until fall when he harvests his crop. The little ant knows that not all the seeds will become seedlings. He knows that some of those seedlings might take a few years to bear fruit, but he also knows that if he spends his summers planting and nurturing those little fruit trees, then for years and years to come, he will have established trees that consistently give fruit. And this is really the journey of the entrepreneur. Those first few years, it's going to take more effort to build your business. Not every idea is going to take off. It might take a while for your marketing to get traction and to start sending new clients your way consistently. And you're racing up that entrepreneurial learning curve to find profitability and sustainability. But entrepreneurs who use these slower seasons in their favor, they use them as an advantage to work on the big picture of their business and marketing are the ones who a year or two from now will have a thriving, sustainable business. So the point here, my lesson here is it's all about taking advantage of those slower seasons so that you can plan ahead. If you're at a time when you don't have to stress so much about being in the day-to-day of your business, now is the perfect opportunity to work on your big picture. So here's a few ideas for how you can get the most out of your summer slowdown to set yourself up for success in the second half of 2017. First, make time for a mid-year review. I just shared in last week's episode, episode 51, how we do a mid-year review. And if you're anything like me, this is one of those things that can make such a big difference because the goals you made back in January, they might have changed since your business has evolved and it's grown. You might have a completely different game plan for the rest of the year than you thought you would have when you set those New Year's resolutions. So if you can find a few minutes today, I'll make sure I include the mid-year review workbook. It is pretty self-explanatory, but I'll include that in the show notes at rachelcook.com slash episode 52. And you can listen to last week's episode, episode 51, all about how to do the mid-year review. But you want to make sure you're answering questions like, what's your year look like? What is your each month look like month to month? What have you been focused on? What drove revenue? You want to know what the leading metric is that actually helps you to achieve your goals. First, make some time for a mid-year review. It doesn't take that long. It might take you 30 minutes to do a mid-year review, but it really will help you to see whether you are on or off track for your plans, your goals so far this year. 
And this is so important because if you're anything like me, you know, the goals you set back in January, the plans you had mapped out, they might have completely changed. You might have a completely different game plan than you had initially drawn out at the beginning of the year. So you don't want to sit down and do a big strategy session and map out your year and then just let that document hide somewhere and you never look at it again. This is the time where you sit down and see, are you actually following the plan? Is the plan working? Are you on track or off track? And you need to adjust accordingly. Now, if you didn't listen to last week's episode, episode 51, about doing a mid-year review, I'm going to include the workbook for you because it will really help you to set yourself up for a strong second half of 2017. You can get the workbook at the show notes, rachelcook.com slash episode 52. But the goal of the workbook overall is for you to actually figure out, you know, what's working so far this year for you. What offerings are selling well? What marketing strategies are really getting the results you hope for? What's not working? What did you try that just flopped completely? You want to ask yourself, you know, are you on track or off track for your revenue goal? If your revenue goal was to make 60K this year, this far into June, are you at about 30K year to date in revenue? Or is there a gap and you need to come up with a strategy to fill in that gap. So if you're 5k short or 10k short, what do you need to do in order to get back on track with your revenue goal? You want to ask yourself, what is that leading metric that drives revenue? The metric that you can actually track that predicts whether or not you will achieve your goal. Now we've talked about this a lot in episode 50 was all about measuring what matters. So I can tell you that for me, it's my email list. For me, behind the scenes, we watch the growth of my email list, specifically people signing up for the free masterclasses I offer. And we are tracking this every single month to see, are we on track? Is this actually helping us get closer to our goals? And we're also tracking whether or not it's converting into sales. So behind the scenes, I know really easily looking at that leading metric, whether or not we're gonna achieve our goals. And then once you know all these things, you want to actually think about what do you need to do to close that gap? What do you need to do to close the gap between where you are and where you want to be at the end of the year? I like to create three what I call big rocks, three big projects, three big focuses that will help me stay on point, on task, and make sure that everything is really working together cohesively in my business. So I know that I'm going to be launching a new masterclass in the fall. So I'll be creating that this summer. I know I'll be focused on doing a lot more um, outreach, doing a lot more podcast interviews because I kind of took some time off from that. So I have some priorities that will help me get closer, help me boost up the numbers of what I need in order to achieve my goals. So you want to go ahead and do that year in review. Again, the workbook is there for you at the show notes, rachelcook.com slash episode 52. Now the next thing, and this is a big priority for me and my business this summer, especially is upgrading your systems. If there's one thing that will help you to grow your business, it's having the right systems in place so that you can more easily leverage your time and your energy. And having the right systems in place can also help you get a support team in place really easily. So if you've been running everything by yourself, you've been a one man or a one woman show, 
then having systems in place. So actual documented systems that hold everything in place so you can see exactly what you need to do for each task or each project, that will help you to hire on board and really get somebody up and running in your business. So what kind of systems should you put in place in your business? Well, here's a few that we depend on behind the scenes here at, you know, Rachel Cook HQ. First, Google Apps for work. I don't know what we do without Google Apps for work. We use Gmail to handle all the email addresses in our business. We use Google Calendar to keep everyone on the same page. We use Google Drive. Not only does it allow us to keep our checklists and our processes in one place in a folder there, but we use Google Docs to collaborate with the team and all of our clients and anything else. So Google Apps for Work, you know, we pay for the paid version. It is so, so worth it. And one of the things that my team will be focused on this summer is going in and doing kind of a systems audit and a systems review, making sure that everything is where it's supposed to be nice and clean and organized so that we can find what we need to find. Summer is a great time to either set up the system or to audit the system, clean up the system, make sure that it's all updated so that we all have the right information in front of us. Now, another tool that we use all the time is Asana. Now, regardless of if you have a team, I have seen over and over again that entrepreneurs really do need a dedicated place to manage all your projects and your timelines. And a tool like Asana, which is a project management tool, really helps us to keep track of all the moving parts in our business. This is one of those things where it might be easy to think that because you're a solo entrepreneur, you can just keep track of everything in your head or on post-it notes, just scratch pieces of paper. But honestly, if you ever plan to have a team, if you ever plan to collaborate with people or have a virtual assistant, you really need to have one dedicated place where you're keeping track of all those projects and timelines because those moving parts can get away from you really, really quickly. So Asana is the tool that we use and we absolutely love it. I make sure that even when I'm sitting here doing my planning, which often, I'll be honest, is a bunch of post-it notes spread all over my desk and notes on a calendar, a paper calendar, I will sit down and load it all into Asana so that my entire team knows what everybody is working on, we know what the timelines are for everything, and nobody is surprised. It really helps me to stay focused and stay on track, and it helps my team to know all of the things going on in my business, so they're not surprised when I say, hey, we're focused on this now, because it's already been in front of them. And the next thing that we use in my business is Satori. So Satori app is my favorite client management app. If I'm doing anything with private clients, they all are very familiar with Satori app. So there's a million scheduling tools out there. I just love this one because it's specifically designed for coaches to help them manage your clients. And it handles the entire coaching relationship from scheduling to notes, to intake forms, to invoicing, to agreements. So it really is an all-in-one for anyone who's working one-on-one with coaching clients, whether you're a coach, a mentor, a consultant, it's literally something you can set up your coaching program, send them the link, they get enrolled, they get on your calendar, it invoices them. It takes so much off of my team's plate and keeps things running really, really smoothly. In fact, if you're a coach, a mentor, a consultant, it's one of those things where you might pay, I think it's like $29 a month, You can't pay a virtual assistant, you know, that 
that low of a fee every single month and get as much out of it. So we absolutely love Satori. Now, depending on what other type of business you have, I've heard lots of great things about HoneyBook, which was designed for wedding professionals. I've heard lots of great things about 17 Hats. There's a lot of different tools out there that can help you manage really your clients, your agreements, your billing. I recommend if you're a service provider, looking for one of those types of tools that's kind of all in one because it really does streamline so much. It streamlines so much on your end and it helps show up for you to your client as an absolute pro. Okay, so once you've taken some time to upgrade your systems, and this is something we do every summer in my own business, this is kind of our time to make sure that all of our systems are running smoothly. It's kind of like our annual time of year to tweak and upgrade systems. Then you can look at some other things. So next, upgrading your content marketing strategy. Raise your hand. Is blogging, newsletters, social media, is it a big part of your overall client attraction strategy? Yeah, me too. Educational-based marketing, it has been the cornerstone of how I've grown all my businesses over the last nearly 10 years. So this time of year, I find, is the perfect time to plant those seeds and nurture community with amazing content. So when the fall rolls around and people are back on track, they're back into their normal routine, when the time comes to invite them to work with me, they're excited to learn more about what I have to offer because I've been sharing relevant, useful content. But the thing about this type of marketing, content marketing, educational-based marketing, is it is a commitment. And it's not always easy to come up with ideas for what you want to write about, much less find the time to sit down and write it or to create it on a regular basis. So I found over and over again, that summer is a great time to sit down, to brainstorm all the types of content, all the podcast episodes, all the content upgrades, all the upcoming masterclasses. I will sit down and I will brainstorm and I will create a lot of it during the summer. From my own experience, I know that fall is a big transition and a huge time in my business. And if I take the time now during maybe a slower season to create 12 weeks of content, it ensures that I don't miss a week going into fall because I'm overwhelmed with launching something or filling another program. I can make sure that that part of my marketing engine in my business is already handled and it helps me to make sure that my fall busy season in my business is just that much smoother. Another thing you can look at doing in your business in the summer months is upgrading your brand. Now, branding is much more than the colors and the logos and the design of your website. It's just the overall message of your business. It's the purpose, the why of what you do. And it's how your business shows up in the world. And sometimes your brand needs a little update, needs a little makeover, needs a little refresh. So you have to remember, we all grow and evolve. And if you work with more and more and more clients, you'll get more and more clarity about who you're here to serve, what you really do best, what your highest value is. So does your existing brand accurately reflect that to the rest of the world? This is the perfect time to upgrade your messaging and upgrade your positioning to truly reflect all of the value you bring to your clients. And when you do that, then there's no more being told that you're too expensive because they truly know that working with you is worth every penny. So last summer, 
I went through a huge nine month rebranding process and it was intense. It was a rebranding process that completely overhauled my entire website from head to toe. We had a photo shoot. We rewrote all the copy on the website. We redesigned all of my offerings from head to toe. It was huge. So this summer, I'm happy with my my um, visual brand. You know, I love my photos. I still love the website. It's all on point. But I will be looking at how do I need to tweak a couple things on my overall online brand. So I'm looking at things like where on my website do I need to do a few tweaks? I already had plans for tweaking my homepage. I already had plans for tweaking my social media strategy. And this summer is the perfect time to make sure that everything is actually working and getting the results we wanted. So it's a great time to review your website, to make those tweaks, to review your social media strategy, to review everything, and make sure that you're really presenting your best best possible first impression to the world. And finally, another thing you can work on this summer, really taking advantage of the summer slowdown, is to upgrade your offerings. You know, summer really is the perfect time to plan and create new offerings. Um, This is the best time I see for people when things are a little bit slower in your business. This is when you can actually break free from that feast or famine cycle of hourly work by creating maybe an online program or a group program or productize your service or simply upgrade your existing offerings. So the first summer that I ever offered my signature program, Sweet Spot Strategy, it was the summer of 2011. And that was when my husband, who was an English teacher, seventh grade English teacher, he was home on his summer break. So it was the perfect time for me to really create a robust program. I remember so many days of him handling, the twins were literally a year old, about a year and a half old at that point. He was managing babies. I was creating slides and working on all of that to create my program. There were many nights where the kids were finally asleep and I was recording things at night. It was just a great time to create that program because I had the support I needed behind the scenes in my business with my assistant, but also in my personal life to make sure that I could create the program I wanted to create. And honestly, over the last six years now, there have been at least five major updates to the program where I've completely overhauled it head to toe, completely re-recorded the entire program. So this summer is the perfect time for me. I'm going to be adding in some additional little trainings. I'm going to be adding in some extra things to it, not overhauling the program, but I'm going through and just tweaking again, just to make sure that my students are getting the best possible experience. So ask yourself, you know, what products, programs, or services need an upgrade to better reflect the value that you offer? So while I completely plan to enjoy my four-day summer work week, and I've planned a few vacations this summer, you know, I have plans for my business. I plan to be looking and reviewing all of our systems, and making sure that behind the scenes, everything is running as smoothly as possible. I plan on working on my content strategy so that when I go into fall, I already have the entire next 12 weeks, my or really end of the year from September to December 
content already recorded and ready to go so that I don't have to stress about that. I plan to have you know, some time to look at my website and tweak a few things, my homepage and maybe a couple other places on my website. And I plan to add some bonuses and add some upgrades to Sweet Spot Strategy to deliver an even better experience. And that's what I'll be working on to make sure that I'm setting myself up for success and setting myself up to continue to grow my biz in the second half of 2017. So I'd love to hear from you. What are you doing to keep the momentum up this summer and to make sure that when fall hits and everybody's back on their regular schedule, you've really taken advantage of the summer slowdown to set yourself up for success, to make the second half of the year as easy as possible. Thanks so much for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's very special episode of Uncomplicate Your Business, all about how you can actually plan your best week ever. Little spoiler alert. I can't wait to share this with you because it's a strategy I've been sharing in our Fired Up and Focused Facebook group that has been really transforming people's businesses. So look for that next week on Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon. If you're loving the Uncomplicate Your Business podcast, it would mean so much if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. When you do, it helps me to reach and serve more amazing entrepreneurs like yourself who are ready to work less and live more. You can learn more about how you can uncomplicate your business, including show notes and bonus resources just for podcast listeners plus courses and consulting where I help women business owners create success on their terms at rachelcook.com. Thanks again for being here. I can't wait to connect with you again for next week's episode of Uncomplicate Your Business. Talk soon.